This is the Victory Life Today podcast with Al and Angie Burke. Together, we'll learn how to stand in victory each and every day. Live life set ablaze by faith, filled with purpose. Live life above your circumstance. Welcome to Victory Life Today. I'm Al Burke. And I'm Angie Burke. Thanks so much for joining us today. We're excited because we are going to be talking about anxiety. And I know anxiety is not a positive word, but our part is to teach you how to come out of anxiety and how to live in the peace that God desired you to live in. And it is possible. There's a difference between coping with anxiety or becoming free from anxiety. Oh, that's and so that's, awesome. yes, yeah. that's what we're going to talk about. And you know, Al, you know, we all go through anxiety spouts, like, mm. you know, and we're not necessarily going to focus on that because everybody suffers from anxiety. I remember when I was doing a children's program called Kids Crew and we were in the public schools and, um, and you know, it was, I had like 150 kids each week at these schools. At each school. And yes, but even before that, I did one in my home also at the same time. And, and I remember one day I was in the, you know, the kids would go out for recreation and I was inside cleaning up, getting ready for the, for the, uh, for the teaching. And one of my volunteers came in and said, uh, the, no, a little boy came in, little Marcus came in and said, Miss Angie, Miss Angie, Johnny got hit by a car. Now I had all, <laughs> I had all That's these, a little anxiety. oh my gosh. I, yes, exactly. I had all these women outside the front of my home, but there were like 70 kids there that day. And I and I froze. My body froze, and every single feeling that you could feel, every thought that you could think at that moment came into my mind. I was thinking all sorts of things. Like my future is over. What if the what if the child is severely hurt or even died? Uh, where are the parents? What would they do? What had the lawsuits? Everything. And my body just completely, completely froze. And I was in a state of I don't even know. I mean, I I, I felt frozen. I couldn't move. I couldn't breathe. I was scared. My heart was racing as you can imagine. So I was experiencing fear and anxiety at the same time, and they are different things. But then five minutes later, a volunteer walked in, and she was laughing, and I said, "Um, I thought that was a little strange. I said, little Marcus said that Johnny got hit by a car, and she starts laughing, and she says, oh yes, it was one of those little tykes cars where the kids are driving in the little plastic cars. (laughs) And so in a moment, in a moment, Al, my whole body relaxed. Right over your face. Absolutely, absolutely, and became perfectly normal again. So I was suffering from two things. I was suffering from fear and anxiety at that moment, and they are different. Fear is instant fright or alarm. And I'm sure all of us have been in fear or been stricken with fear uh, one way or another. And it creates like you either fight it or you, f- you flee. And I couldn't do either at that moment. I, I, I couldn't fight it and I couldn't flee from it. I had nowhere to go and nothing to do. I was just frozen in time. You know, and anxiety, on the other hand, is a fearing of the future in a negative way. Like, what if this happens or what if that happens? And during that time, that moment, I was thinking all the what ifs, all the what ifs, and it kicked in immediately. And uh, so, you know, it, 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 that's really what I would put under a um, general anxiety. Like, that would happen to anybody, probably. Well, that's a I mean, response. Right, right. <laughs> but in an instant, my symptoms were gone. You know, Al, anxiety is real. 
And it affects so many people, too many people. And that's why we decided to do this series because it's important. I want to help people to be free from it. And what I experienced that day was nothing compared to what people on a daily basis go through. They become literally paralyzed over anxiety. You know, anxiety, it's an unhealthy emotion, obviously, of course. And we want to help you with this. And we're not doctors or scientists and never studied the brain. But, you know, we do know the Lord. And we can get wisdom from the Lord on these kind of things. You know, and you just know. You know, um, we don't know the proper medical terms really regarding the brain. So um, we don't suffer from this on a daily basis. Yes, we get hit with it. But we've learned how to look. I know the Lord and this is just going to go over this is going to go away, just yes. like what you were talking about. And the Bible contains the answers. And, and that's why I feel like, uh, you know, I'm not trying to say, well, well, this is why we're able to teach on this. But, but we do know God's word. And right. we know that the answer to everything, every problem in life is in his word. So that qualifies us. <laughs> yeah, you know, right. it qualifies us to just teach it and Try to help people. Amen. And we're going to share with you some of the truths from God's word. And it's able to set you free if you'll do it. It's able to set you free. Absolutely. This is going to be a great series. But we want to go over some facts about anxiety first. Um, Let me uh, read this one. Anxiety disorders are the most common mental illness in the U.S., affecting 40 million adults in the United States age 18 and older or 18% of the population every year. But that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. And look at this. Today's teenagers and young adults are the most anxious ever, according to mental health surveys. They admitted themselves. In February 2019, a Pew survey found that 70% of teenagers say anxiety and depression is a major problem among their peers. And an additional 26% say it's a minor problem. So that's, wow, for kids, you know, a lot of times people don't recognize they have anxiety. And these teenagers recognize it and they say that they have it. There's a 64% increase in the percentage of people using antidepressants between 1999 and 2014. And 7% of the population took that medication in 1999, which is a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. It's a lot. So it's a serious issue. Anxiety is a serious issue, and it affects millions and millions of people. It's a regular thing. You know, you see people walking around, you think they're okay. No, they're they're full of anxiety. And if you're one of them, you can get rid of it. One thing to make sure of is cure begins with the relationship with Jesus Christ. Yep. And... uh, (laughs) There, there may be things you will have to do, and there may be things you will have to stop doing to get rid of your anxiety, and we're going to get into a little bit of, ma- of that in just a minute. It's just a matter of what you want. You know, how much do you really want this? And just remember, God loves you, and it's not going to be hard if you'll do what he says. That's exactly right. And, and like Al said, there are some things you may have to do and some th- other things, but you know, God is not a hard God. He is easy, and he works with you where you're at. And he won't burden you with it. He wants to free you from it. So I hope that rather than just coping with anxiety, this gives you enough so far to want to just be free from it. And you probably would have turned me off by now if you don't want to be free. But I do want to say this. Um, 
you don't have to do this alone because this is a major thing. Everybody thinks, oh, now you're telling me I have to get rid of my anxiety. How am I going to do that? My husband doesn't understand. My kids are affected by it. Nobody even believes me. They don't even know what I'm going through. Well, I'm telling you, God will be right by your side helping you through it every step of the way. He is the best partner that you could have to walk you through this to get you to the other side. I mean, he died so that you could be free from this anxiety. So I want you to get ready to be free. And the good news is that God and his word trumps all problems in life. I remember somebody asked me uh, one time, uh, Angie, how do you do it? I've had big ministry and how do you do it? Uh, and, and, you know, I, I had to look at them and I, I didn't go over. I, I just said, well, it's Jesus, because I really knew that it was Jesus. And they, they would say to me, no, 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 no. Tell me how you really do it. And I said, it's Jesus. And, and they said, well, well, then how do you get through your problems? You told me this problem and this problem. It's Jesus. Yeah. So no matter what it is that you're going through, Jesus and his word is the answer. And if it's anxiety, then he's there for you. And he wants you to carry his peace and to live in the peace that he died to give you. You know, he is the Prince of Peace. So if he is the Prince of Peace and he's living inside of you, then you should be walking in that peace. And you know, God would say this to you, you know, he doesn't say it like, you shouldn't have that anxiety. What he says to you is, you don't have to have that anxiety. Oh, that's awesome. Yes, you don't need to have that anxiety. I've got a better way. So just stick with us and see these things that God has shown me and Al, and then you can be free from it. You know, I, you know, I remember years ago, well, years ago when our kids were growing up, when they were mm -hmm. teenagers, we lived in a normal home, right. went to church every Sunday. Uh, my kids had nice uh, friends. We were good. Yeah, my kids had nice friends, <laughs> went to Sunday school, did good in school. And, and I remember our 14-year-old girl came home one day. She even had the beginning of a cell phone, you know, or, or, you know, they were just out or whatever. And she came home and she was chatting with her friends and whatever, just happy girl. She's a happy girl girl, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. She walks in and I hear her walk by me and she goes, oh, I'm stressed. What a stressful day. <laughs> and I said, wait a minute. How could this girl who's happy-go-lucky say something like that and, and, and just have everything she could ever want and say something like that? And I really believe, Al, what was it, 20, 20 years ago? She's like 32 now or whatever. I believe that one day the devil just looked and said, you know what? I think I'm going to drop this word stress Absolutely. into the society and let's see what happens. Just going to throw it out there. Oh my gosh. Let's and the bites. young people took it first, I think. Right. They took it because all of a sudden, all the young people are like, oh, I'm stressed. This is stressful. What yeah. a stressful day. Somebody gets a text, oh, I'm stressed. I mean, give me a break. These kids today are all stressed out that they're not stressed out enough. <laughs> And they really are. And, you know, I think like, like it's almost like the devil says, let's let's just because it's like one morning everybody yeah. starts like I'm stressed. I'm stressed. It's like he throws it out there yeah. and um, the young people took it and ran with it. They and, did. And the know. older people are the older people are doing it. Everyone, everywhere I look, everywhere I turn, I hear the word. Even when I overhear people talking or something, I hear them say that, I am stressed, I am stressed. Well, you know, the more you say something, the more it 
will become reality to you. And I actually think when people go around saying I'm stressed and I'm anxious and I have anxiety, it builds the anxiety. It builds the stress because you will have what you say. Okay, in Proverbs 18 and 21, it says yes. this, death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it and indulge it, I don't know what version this is, but this is awesome, yes, the Amplified. will eat its fruit and bear the consequences of their words. Wow. wow that's so, now, this is what the scripture wow. says. And if you, you could say, oh, I don't believe that. I don't want to do it. You don't understand. This, when, when the Bible says something, that's truth. That will happen. Right. Right. Uh, and so we're going to eat its fruit. And we'll Bearing bear the, the consequences of, of our, our words. words. But that also means you have to understand that if you're saying something good and positive, you're going to bear those consequences. So you, you have know? to, on purpose, be careful what you say. And right. you have to be careful what you allow to just drop into your mind. Right, right. And, you know what I and mean? even if it comes into the mind, just don't speak it out. Don't speak it out. You know, I've got an excerpt here from my book, Hidden Treasures Revealed, and it talks about words. And let's read this. The primary purpose of words is for the release of creative power. So that means that whatever you say you're creating, your words create. When God created the world, he did it through words. Our words can create good to happen or they can create bad to happen. Yeah, and you just think about what you just said. The purpose of our words really is creation. Is. Most people would say, well, so we can communicate. That's part of it. That's but right. the most important thing is you can create your future. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Oh, that's right, no, that's okay. They literally create death or life. This is why it's important that we have the right kind of speech. So uh, you say death and life are in the power of the tongue. The word power means direction. So we can say that death and life are in the direction that our tongue decides to take. Whichever you decide to say, say is the way your life is going to go. This is totally up to us. It's our decision what we choose to say. And you say. know what we do? Some, sometimes we actually say something good and then we sort of negate it by saying, but, and then we say something negative, we're almost like canceling We it. cancel it. Yep. And let's continue. This is still from Hidden Treasures. Even so, the tongue is a little member and boasts great things. Behold how great a matter a little fire kindled. So you cannot start a fire with a full-size log. You have to start it with a thin piece of dried-out wood. Then it begins to ignite, and this is called kindling. And once the fire begins... To kindle, then you throw the log onto it, Alan. Yeah. You could explain that more. So, you're you know, we start with seemingly innocent words, such as, oh, I'm stressed. You know, I used to do this. One of the things I always used to say was, hey, I'm bummed a little. I'm bummed a little. And I, you know what? I heard it from somebody else, and I picked up on it. And I said, yeah, what, how are you today? I'm bummed. It was I'm like down. you didn't want to admit you were happy or things were going too good. Yeah, I'm mm -hmm. bummed out. So, you know... <laughs> That was my dried out piece of kindling wood, that little thin, we, we use like thin pieces of white pine. They just, boom, they start like that. And we get this thing started and then you repeat it over and over and over. Oh, I'm stressed, I'm bummed out today. Hey, oh jeez, you know, I've been bummed out all day. And I know people, you ask them, how are you? Just, you're just being polite. And they go, I'm bummed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I you know, I have to that. say this one thing about Andrew Womack because he does this. And 
he has a huge ministry and he comes up against all sorts of problems. Sure. Okay. And when you say to him, how, how are you, Andrew? His only words are, I'm blessed. And he got he got rebuked over that more than once because people close to him knew what was going on in his life. And he and they said, Andrew, why do you say that? Right. He says, why, why can't you just tell the truth? He says, I am telling the truth. I am blessed. <laughs> he said, I am blessed. God blesses me every day and I'm blessed. And I walk in the blessings and I... See, he chooses not and, to focus on the problem. And he chooses what he's going to say. Absolutely. And you know, in any situation, just whatever situation, he's, maybe that Andrew would have going on, there's maybe five good things in it and five bad things. He's only going to talk about the five good things. He's going right. to say, I'm blessed, I'm blessed, I'm blessed. And what a lot of people do is they speak about the bad things and they call it reality. But it's yes. really just negative thinking and speaking. Yes. And so, That's you good. know. We give this fire permission to start by the words we're speaking. The, the devil, now now the word that we speak gives the devil permission to throw the log onto the fire and, here and it ignite goes. it. Right. We and, just had a big, huge fire here the other day. And you know what? We started it was just a little thing. I just, told you not to start that Well, fire. I know. We had like a 40-foot <laughs> flame going on. It was pretty scary. And we have and, a lot of trees around here. <laughs> and we, we started this little fire and... Um, Within an hour, an hour and a half, there was a, literally, there was a 40-foot flame going up. Yeah. And it goes to show you, it was all it took was that little, little, That's and then right. all it takes is just the wrong words, and it starts to bring the stress and the anxiety day and night, and people ask, what's wrong with me? And here's what's wrong with you. They're speaking it. There's yes. nothing wrong with you. A lot of people are right. depressed, and they say, why are you depressed? They go, I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? I don't know. You're speaking your depression. You're speaking something that's not even there. Wow, wow. And you know, if you don't deal with this immediately, it's, what happens? It, it goes out of control. 40-foot flame. And it's like a wildfire. <laughs> it's Listen, a this is a spiritual law. This is a, that's right. a, a, a truth from God's word that you're going to have what you say. And you, you might be thinking it, but and, and we're going to get to one of those teachings in the future where Jesus thought about something that was very negative, actually, but he never spoke it out of his mouth because that solidifies it, you know, and it, makes it bigger, magnifies it. We're going right back to what you said originally, creative power. Did Jesus right. ever say, oh, no, Herod, what am I going to do? He never said no. that, did he? He was in control of his thinking 24-7. And I have listened to people that have anxiety and have serious issues with anxiety. And uh, I hear them. And yeah. they know that they have anxiety. And they know that they would say to me, like, you have no idea. You have no idea. But I also hear their normal everyday speech, which comes from their normal everyday thinking, which is totally not in alignment with the Word of God. We have to on purpose speak what God's Word says, no matter what we feel, no matter what we think, because it's what comes out of our mouth, and the devil hears our words. And it's You're a, giving him permission yes. to put the big log on the fire. Yes. It's like he's standing there with the log, but he's not allowed to do anything until you say, oh, I'm bummed out, I'm full of me, I'm stressed, I'm stressed. Yes. Thank you. 
Oh my gosh. It's and, like you and, licensed, and it's so licensed or allowed him to do it. It's so you true. And then they have this stress and anxiety and they go to the doctor and the doctor says, well, there's nothing wrong with you. I, you know, it, it, what you've done was you created your own the scenario. Words, the creative power of words, life and death is in the power of the tongue. Boy, that's all I have to hear. Like when I hear the scripture, life and death is in the power of the tongue. I start being careful when I start speaking negative over my life. Yeah, I remember. And, you know, I, I remember I was on the airplane. I was sitting in the first or second row and the, the flight attendant was there and we were we were going to land. And so she <laughs> I'm not laughing. I'm sorry. But she she put her seat down. I saw her from diagonal, you know, and she went to sit down. But the seat had flipped back up. Oh, no. Oh, I felt so sorry. And she went flat on the floor, right on her tailbone. I saw her the way she's just yeah, as if boom. she was sitting up only flat. And we heard it, but I saw it. And, you know, a couple of the ladies got up and other flight attendants and helped her up. And, sure. and she was fine and she was talking normal and everything. And she was, and then she sat down and she buckled herself in. And three minutes later, because, you know, it takes a while to go down and everything. Four minutes later, I hear her talking to the girl and she goes, I just know I damaged my tailbone. <laughs> and I thought, oh my gosh. First of all, she, she, so, that created, I could see in her, it created more anxiousness, more stress after she said it. Because then she started babbling on and on and on again. And thinking about, well, maybe the tailbone really is yes. broken. She says, look, I think I've almost come to this before, and I know what it feels like. I guarantee you. She's guaranteeing that she has a hurt tailbone. And really, the way she fell, I felt sorry. I think she really probably did have something wrong with it. But to speak it... She invited it in. And that's what we do with anxiety and with stress. When You have to be careful with your words because even the slightest thing, I'm stressed the rest of the day. I remember months ago, I said to my husband, I'm in a funk. <laughs> do, you ever, do you ever feel yeah, that? I know like you're just, in a, you're just walking around in a daze. You're not doing anything. You're lazy. You're just, and you don't even know why, but you go with it. And then you start speaking it. And then three days later, you're still in a funk because you spoke it. And, and, and you invited it And then it you in. almost think you have to be in it. Well, that's another it's, deception. You're literally creating something that with your words that was never there. Yeah. And I know I've wow. seen them. You know, I'm... I remember I had a situation where a tile saw fell on my head and there was blood and everything that. all over the place. And I wasn't going to let the devil get me. I knew the devil knocked it off there and hit me. And I just pushed it up and wiped all the blood off and put a hat on. And I said, I am healed. I began fighting it right away with yes, my Yes, you did. Words. And the thing is, you had an appointment, not an appointment, but you were taking your car, an old car, to a car show that, <laughs> that very it. moment mm -hmm. to sell it. You wanted to put it up for sale there. And, uh, and I sold it that night. You did sell it that night because you wouldn't let it. And, and you were bleeding in good towels <laughs> in the right now. Just horrible. But <laughs> What would a normal person have done? Oh, I got to go get a right. stitch. Everybody says this. I got to get a stitch. And you, all you see is a drip of blood. And that's all they know how to say, you know, and they're going, oh, look, I'm like, oh, what's going to happen? And I just said, no, 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 I'm not going there. And it's not that it wasn't hurting you. Of course and it was. And it's not that you weren't uncomfortable. And then what happens three days later, you feel a pain, you go, oh, my gosh, I got to go. And <laughs> I, I should have got it. a stitch. I get it. Look, I get it. There are times when things happen and create fear. Sure. But we're going to show you what to do when that fear hits, when that anxiety hits, when, when you feel stressed at that moment. 
We're going to show you what you can do so that you can fight this and push it back and not have to always be a victim of it. You know, I will, but we're going to show you the tools in God's word to help you to be free. You're going to have to go after this. You're going to have to pursue it. And it's a matter, as Al said, it's a matter of what you want and how much you want it. You have to do it as an act of your will. You, when the blood's forming and you throw your hair up and put a hat over it, you have to do that as an act of your will. You can't just go with it. Right. That's go exactly Go against right. it. That's exactly right. Well, we have a new book out, and it happens to be called Get Rid of That Anxiety with God Right by Your Side. And this is full of the Word of God showing you how you can be free. There's step-by-step things that you can do to help yourself get rid of that anxiety. And many people, I will say, focus on getting rid of a certain fear, but very few actually bring their anxiety itself to the Lord. And we're going to show you how to cast your care And we're going to show you how to leave it there. (laughs) Cash your care and leave it there. Because so many times we take it back. We are not meant to carry anxiety at all. So we want you to go to victorylifeministries.org today, right now, and get your copy of Get Rid of That Anxiety with God Right by Your Side. He will not leave you. He will not forsake you. You are not on your own. Okay, he is there holding your hand. He is your cheerleader. Think of a cheerleader. He's cheering you on and with him by your side, you can't miss. You will win and you won't, you won't have to cope. I know so many people that are coping with anxiety. You don't have to cope with it. You could be free from it. Oh, it might hit you here and there just like it does me now, but I'm telling you, we're free. We, we never had it because we wouldn't let it come on us. There's no condemnation in this teaching. There's just help and compassion. We want you to be free from anxiety. So go to victorylifeministries.org today and get your copy of Get Rid of That Anxiety with God right by your side. Thanks so much for joining us today. We appreciate it. And remember, victory is always yours through Jesus Christ. We'll see you next time. Hey, thanks so much for listening today. Be sure to hit that subscribe button for new episodes each week. You can help us by rating the show or by simply sharing this episode with your friends. Learn more about us and find tons of resources that will help you grow your faith at victorylifeministries.org.